0: When the spawn meets
1: world, boy meets world, when the Spawn meets world. What up bros? What up
0: bros? And welcome to bro meets world.
1: When it's bro meets world.
0: Your boy meets world fan cast. This is episode 69. Ooh,
1: ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> I'm Siege. And I'm your boy, Tony Coitus.
0: And this is our Season 3 Report Card!
1: Yo, I'm, i Yo, this is just the best place to be <laughs> right now. Just r- fresh off of Season 3, going into Season 4. You know, this is, uh, as we're going to get into, a season that I think we enjoyed far more than the second season. So I'm just Absolutely. excited to talk about it with you. Uh,
0: I was surprised at how much more uh, this episode did better than Season 2. But then again, not really, because I looked at it, and season two actually went lower than season one. So right now, it goes season three, season one, season two, in, like, order of how we liked seasons.
1: I feel like that's accurate. I feel like I don't <laughs> disagree with that.
0: Yeah, which is very, very... I mean, like, also, a lot of shows have that
1: sophomore slump, so... I just think that there are characters that, as we weed them out, I'm able to care for the main characters better. Anyways, let's, uh, let's just, let's get into our honor roll section yeah let's this honor roll um so
0: these are our highlights of the season so far um and we're gonna start with best episode in tcas know that you can see my notes but uh we actually had a tie for our best episode like we rated the highest uh do you know which those two are
1: um i mean i am cheating because i can see your notes but uh truth and consequences and the grass is always greener probably two of the most uh consequential episodes of the season exactly
0: i was gonna say if you had to pick between the two because those are two very good episodes uh i mean which is why we rated them so high but if you had to choose between the two which one would you rate as the winner
1: probably truth and consequences
0: Really? That's so funny, because I was going to go uh, so know, the Grass is Greener. I know, Grass is Greener
1: is great, too, but honestly, neither of them are my favorite episodes. Ooh, what's your favorite episode of the season, man? I don't know. I guess when I was thinking... Of like episodes, I was going through the season and I was thinking about what episodes kind of live beyond just season three of Boy Meets World for me. Like Uh what episodes am I going to think back to? And um, two came up for me, which were um, season three episode, I think it's episode three, what I meant to say. Okay. So what I meant to say uh, has the moment where Corey says that he loves Topanga for the first time, and I just think that's a really uh, yeah. important episode.
0: I remember you did rate that one really high, and I was like, nah, man. <laughs> "Yeah,
1: I, I really liked it." I, I, it's one of those episodes that I think about when I think about this show. Um, the other, the other one I had up there as one of my favorite episodes of the season was life lessons. Uh, the one where teeny gives, uh, Feeny gives the test schedule. That's really hard. And yeah. there's like kids that like are like mutinying the school and, and Corey and Sean and Topango really have to be the moral high ground. And I just thought that was a really well done episode and one that I will remember long after the season's over. Cause it, it, it establishes, uh, Feeny's relationship with the kids, I think in a really great way.
0: You know, I'm not. I'm like the grass is always greener is just a good and iconic episode for me. I mean, we get comedy with the French, we get people role playing. You know, like there's See, this.
1: And I'm sorry yes. could, for our listeners. Could you remind them a general synopsis of the grass is always greener? Like what the episode is for the people yes. who may have forgotten season. Season
0: 3, episode 12, is uh, when Corey and Topanga are kind of feeling like they're in a rut. So they both tell each other that they have plans and go to the same school dance at another school pretending to be other people. Corey is pretending to be Sean, and Topanga is pretending to be another French girl. And it's the episode where they break up, but it's so real and it's so
1: relevant to, like— any age group, I feel. Absolutely. And and that was one of the things I remember that we really dug about that episode specifically, was just this maturity that Corey and Topanga's relationship had uh, versus some other teen 90s shows that we had seen. Um, them getting to a point when their relationship where they're like, hey, there's nothing... Like, you're great, I love you, but there's something up here, and I think we need to split up for our own personal happiness and to preserve our friendship. A super mature way of handling a very complicated situation. I, I think Corey has a great line in that episode where he says uh, or maybe it's Topanga the maybe the re- people who end up hating each other are the people who wait too long to break up. Just great fucking stuff Absolutely. in that episode bro.
0: Absolutely. How could you not do- love that that it was amazing to me. Okay, um, and then our fan favorite. So we usually do our fan favorite as, like, the most downloaded episode uh, or highly rated episode. And uh, I was surprised by this. Season 3, episode 8, rave on.
1: <laughs> you know why? Because people like the <laughs> it's fucking like our monkeys. Most episode and, uh... It's great. The monkeys <laughs> reunite everyone's into it i'm telling you this is an ama- it's not just me who loves this episode like it's just a fan it is not favorite just I was, but
0: i will say rip on is our most popular episode but it was not rated high so that tells me that everyone came to share in their love love for this
1: episode despite their monkey love it's an episode that doesn't it shouldn't be good and it's not good on paper but there's something about it that, to me, is quite memorable at the very least.
0: And the one that was rated the highest and listened to uh, was "I Never Sang for My Guardian," which you know me—I am a huge fan of.
1: Yeah, I'm not surprised that uh, "I Never Sang for My Teenage Guardian" was such a huge hit, just because I feel like anytime we see Chet and Sean in an episode, or really Sean's storyline highlight it in an episode this season. It's ended up being one of my favorite episodes, which kind of leads me to our next category uh, for superlatives, which is favorite character. And I, I'm going to tell you this. <laughs> mine is a tie. And mine is a tie between Sean and Chet both. The reason why yes. is because we get so little of Chet, that I don't feel like he can get the full award <laughs> alone. But, Every time he enters this, like the screen, I'm smiling from ear to ear. I'm loving everything I'm seeing with him, but more so the way he adds dimension to Sean's storyline. I think is the biggest contribution to him this season.
0: Okay, so I love that you said that. I'm gonna go with uh, Chet as my favorite character because of our next category.
1: And I wonder if it's that thing that we get so little of him when he's more of a season regular next season. I'm wondering if we're going to enjoy him as much, if we're going to tire of him. Um, You know, I think it's easy to say that he's lovable when he only pops up in every episode. So that'll be interesting to find out in the next season.
0: I think what you're saying is that we love Chet. The same reason that Sean loves Chet, we don't get to see him enough, so we miss him. And
1: every time he shows up, we're just happy to see him. And much like Sean, next season, we are going to have to form a new relationship with Chet. Of someone who's not just popping up and giving jokes, but someone who's going to have to like provide. And that's going to be really interesting to see.
0: Ooh, I'm really excited. Uh, and as I said, uh, I chose Chet for my favorite character because our next category is most improved character and that to me is definitely Sean okay explain why okay yeah so for me I think not only do we get a lot more Sean this season but the fact that we see Sean venture out in terms of Dating and like wanting to date and not be a womanizer. He gets a girlfriend this season. He bonds with Turner in a different way this season. He speaks up for himself this season and he actually gets into a quarrel with Corey in a very real way uh that we haven't gotten in a while. So I really really enjoy Sean's growth this season uh more than anyone else's.
1: Okay, so I I do agree that we saw a ton of growth with Sean and I I you know me. He's my fa- He's one of my favorite characters. However, when it comes to most improved, I decided to put down Topanga's name. I thought that Topanga... Really? As a character was someone that we saw so much more range from. She was kind of a reoccurring character last season, if you, if we can remember. Whereas this season, yeah. she really stepped up as a series regular. She got a major storyline this season. And I feel like... They did a fantastic job of taking her from that uh, that k- girl that Corey's shy about asking to be his girlfriend in the opening of the season to, at the end of the season, us understanding that they are this just star-crossed lovers that are destined to be together. And I just think they did a really good job with her in this season because of that.
0: See, and I would love to give it to Topanga, but I felt that we just didn't get enough of her, first of all, for my liking, for me to really think that we, we gained range. But then also, whenever we did get something of Topanga, I felt like they almost always undermined it. Like, if Topanga had stayed steadfast and, you know, not given to Corey's persistence and instead had come to the conclusion on her own or had overheard him talking to a human being, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and not a a, a, a seal uh, a, or a dolphin. dolphin, I believe it was. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like if that was the case, I would have been like, all right, you know what? They actually kept Topanga's character uh, whole. But instead I felt like they would always build Topanga up and then knock her down a peg. So that's my own personal opinion, but I, I agree with you that we definitely see a difference in her from seasons one and two.
1: And I think we're also forgetting how little female representation we had in the last season to where like her getting storylines is kind of a major improvement in general, just as far as having a female yeah. voice
0: going on dates with Andrew Keegan. I mean,
1: living your
0: dream. (laughs) (laughs) Which,
1: by the way, uh, a
0: fun fact, I was listening to something else, and they were talking about Andrew Keegan because they were talking about 10 Things I Hate About You. And it turns out, do you know he's like a cult leader here in California? What? Yeah, there's like a whole, it's
1: like a cult that's not a cult. Dude, that is creepy and hilarious wow yeah this is true wow (laughs) i don't know how i feel about this you know why it's like you said he's just been i die uh, like he's been fond after his entire life to probably just think that he just has something special to offer the world i i don't know this is i love how blown your mind is right now Totally. This is more of a shock than Frankie, the Enforcer, uh, being becoming a bodybuilder. Um, wow. All right. Well, <laughs> if you're listening and you belong to the Church of Andrew Keegan, I invite you to introduce him to the podcast. Bring him on for a sesh. We'd love to talk to him.
0: Uh, yeah. It's called Full Circle for those in question.
1: All right. Um,
0: favorite clips of the season.
1: Okay. So I have a few favorite moments from the season, um, and I... I want to go back to uh, three specific moments that stood out to me. So the first one is episode... Three season one, and it is the episode where Corey is nervous to ask Topanga out for the first time after summer. He knows he likes Topanga. He's kind of dragging his feet, and Sean and Topanga's best friend, played by Brittany Murphy, um, kind of arrange this circumstance which will force Corey to spill his heart to Topanga. And what he ends up saying to her is this quote that I wrote down, which is, if I had to come up with the perfect girl, she wouldn't even come close to you. Would you be my girlfriend? At the time, I thought it was a baller line. I still think it's a baller line. It's something I've actually used in my personal life because I thought it was such a good line. And I just think it was a very um, romantic way to start the season. So I, I threw that in there as one of my favorite moments.
0: Hey, one uh, of mine is, uh, I was going to, this is one of my favorite episodes, but Stormy Weather. Um, I just think the tension between Eric and Alan and the after tension of Eric and Feeney when he loses a job and life is tough and all this other stuff. And that Stormy Weather was a highlight for in total, but I think specifically the fight between Alan and Eric uh, is a really good one.
1: I think that is uh, another highlight episode just because of the growth that we see from Eric and Eric getting a storyline. I just thought that was a really great episode for him um, to, to grow in, uh, to see his character evolve. Okay, so another one of my favorite uh, moments. Okay, so this is from an episode uh, called A Heart is a Lonely Hunter. And this is the episode in which Sean is trying to date Larissa Olenek, who we know as Alex Mack from Nickelodeon. Um, he's trying to date her, but she is just <laughs> a good girl that doesn't want to be with Sean, and Sean is confused as to why this girl doesn't like him, and he's begging Topanga to just be honest with him about what his reputation is with women, and Topanga goes on to say... You don't understand women. You don't know what we are. You don't know how we feel, and you don't know what we think. You see us as dating objects, and the faster we are, the more you want us. And until you can grow up and see beyond that, no matter how many girls go out with you, you will always be lonely. And that that right there is... I, I think one of the reasons why Topanga got the most improved for me because she really is stepping up and becoming a voice for women on the show in the way that I feel like these characters desperately need insight to how women think and feel. So this was just an amazing moment for me.
0: Yes, that was a read. And I remember at the time, we felt so. Topanga goes in on Sean in that scene, and I, I literally could listen to it over and over again because it's
1: so great. She just she just hits it in a way that and Sean understands his place um, in the way like his reputation and how it actually he even says, like, I used to be so proud of this reputation. And now it's the thing that's keeping me from what I want. So it makes him kind of second guess the way he's treating people, treating women, the impression he's leaving on these girls that he goes out with once and never calls again. So I just thought that was an awesome moment. Absolutely.
0: All right. So for me, I'm going to follow up with City Slickers, which is episode 11 of the season when Corey and Sean are in Mr. Feeney's uh, apartment or his cabin, shall I say. And just honestly, the scene of Sean reading Feeney's book and learning about him and seeing him as a whole person and... You know, like, that that scene right there is really good for me. Um, I like it more than the scene right before it, which is the one where Feeney is telling Sean everything he knows about him. But I like it only because—I like that moment of Sean reading the book only because it shows how, how much Feeney's words got to him. And I think that that is really, really um, just one of my favorite scenes.
1: N- amazing scene, bro. It, the, the the way it builds the relationship between Sean and Feeney specifically, not Sean as Corey's best friend, but just as another pupil of Feeney's, um, to build this personal relationship, like you said, where Feeney knows his favorite band, he knows where he was born and his middle name and all these things about him that he doesn't know about other kids, sean then goes on to read his diary and realizes wow i have so much in common with feeney he called out six so he could hook up with girl with a girl out the mountains like at the mountains that's that's me that's sean like so the fact that he's able to see parts of himself and feeney and they end up having this amazing moment where they rescue feeney's watch that his wife gave to him it's just a great episode and yeah i'm glad you brought that up
0: all right and what's your final uh favorite clip of the season
1: and you know what? This is a really small moment. It's a very small quote that Feeney says to uh, Corey in episode 317. And I believe that's the one where Corey is filming Sean's he has tape of Sean's half brother uh, stealing some computer equipment.
0: Yes, three seventeen. The Flamingo Kid.
1: Yes, and Corey is talking to Feeny about these uh, problems that he's having with Sean and not understanding, you know, what's going on between Sean and Sean's family. And Feeny just has a really simple quote where he says, "You know, Corey, you don't have to be blood to be family," which I know is such a small thing, um, but I feel like that is. Uh, Basically, Corey and Sean's relationship in a nutshell is realizing that what we have is almost beyond a friendship. It's more of a brotherhood. And so I just thought that that line was a really good uh, reflection of their dynamic this season.
0: Absolutely. Okay. And for my final one, uh, it's actually going to come from uh, the Truth and Consequences episode. And that is the, <laughs> if we're talking about clips from this season, it is the scene where the boys do their report and Alan and Amy are there, (laughs) Eli and Jonathan are there and Feeney is there. And it's just everyone in the room is so uncomfortable and so just without words for what they just saw. And Corey and Sean are so proud of their project. And for me, that episode and that scene is just another example of – Boy Meets World creating really good, really relatable
1: tension. That that is a fantastic episode. And one of the reasons why I love that episode so much, the is did we do the right thing? Did exposing janitor buds time fraud, was this something that was a good project like do we discover a truth that needed to be told or did we ruin the man's life and like that no one being able to give them a straight answer such a great episode this whole season has really good episodes um real fast i just wanted to ask you a personal question um what was your turned on by turner moment of the season yes. if you have one. Ooh,
0: hold on one second that's a really good question so just give me a moment because yeah. i'm gonna have to think about it
1: if i had to guess i thought it would be the i know what it is Oh, do, okay. Go, go ahead. No, yo, go go. Tell me what you think it is. I thought there you. was a few moments in the episode where he dates that rich girl, um, from his past. That like he was uh-huh. like in date mode, and you thought that that was like a good look for him. But maybe I'm maybe I'm misremembering this.
0: No, I will tell you. Uh, I gotta say the turned on by Turner moment comes from a kiss is more than a kiss and that is if for those who don't remember that is when Corey and topanga had broken up he started he's in the dating world and uh there is a fashion show but turner comes out on stage during that fashion show and if we all remember it was not just me who was hot for teacher like he even gets money or at least pitched money thrown at him uh, <laughs> from people in the audience. And that was my turn on my turn of
1: the moment. Turn down my turn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now we're moving into detention. Uh, well, we're going to talk about some of the things that we didn't like this season. Um, worst episode siege. Do you have any thoughts on an episode that stands out as the worst to you? So I will say that our
0: worst, like, the episode that you and I hated the most this season, unanimously, was Train of Fools. Uh, It was foolish for them to make that episode. (laughs) That is, for those who are on the lookout, that is uh, episode 10 of this season.
1: I am shocked. I am shocked to discover that that episode has a lower rating than my answer, which is I was a teenage spy. How? Yeah. Train of fools I
0: was a teenage spy. Because I gave I was a teenage spy a higher grade than you did. If I didn't, it would have been lower. But you even gave it. You gave I uh was a teenage spy a D, but you gave Train of Fools a D minus.
1: You know what? I have to be honest. Like just the season <laughs> being over gunned in my head if you told me hey you have to watch one of those episodes again it would be train of fools really i think yeah a hundred percent if only to hear the black guy invite everyone in the train to have a <laughs> party
0: <laughs> yeah see that's what i think is like was terrible about it we had some good fun and we even had like a like a kind of a plot in um i was a teenage spy but there is just nonsense happening in train of fools
1: no the problem with i was a teenage spy is that the plot is irrelevant to everything because it's a dream scene i'm not going to get into this that's my least favorite episode (laughs) of the season hands down now do you have a least favorite that's different than either of those uh, no, I. Th- it would have been
0: one of those two. I think that those two episodes uh, are really some of the worst that we've done. The only other episode that I rated poorly of this season was episode nine, which is uh, The Last Temptation of Corey.
1: Is that the one where he kisses that chick who's just like obsessed with kissing him while Topanga's sick? Exactly. Yep, that's the episode. Yeah, that episode was problematic. Um <laughs> <laughs> what is your um oh okay, Fansley's favorite episode?
0: Fansley's favorite episode is uh Rave On, like I said, in terms of grading. Uh but in terms of listening and downloads, it would be Hometown Hero. They just didn't care about it.
1: I don't blame them. That episode's super forgettable.
0: I don't know what you're talking about. Corey starts a fire inside of the school. If you remember, we get that entire construction of a chemistry lab that we never see again. Yep. Um, And then we also, we get television. We get poker,
1: I believe. Uh, It's a lot of really crazy things. That episode was... It's not that it's like... A terrible, it was a fun to watch and it had some elements to it that were okay. I just don't think it added anything to any of the characters. I don't feel like Corey's a better person after that episode's over.
0: I think we both discussed
1: that it felt like a season two episode. Totally, totally. Do you have a least favorite character of the season?
0: uh How about you start with yours and then I'll look.
1: Okay, so I, my least favorite character, and I think if I'm right, this was our favorite character last season are one of our favorite characters. But, my least favorite character this season was Jonathan Turner. I just thought they really dropped the ball on his character, and he... he, At the end of season two, his character had so much momentum as being such this staple into Sean's life. I was so interested to see the relationship that was going to develop while they lived together and the bond they had, how Turner was going to continue to contribute to these kids' lives. And I feel like I got none of that shit, at least not in the way that I felt was satisfying. I'm so happy that Sean's moving on the chat Just so we can get some development with him, because he moved in with Turner, maybe complained about it one or two episodes, but for the most part, it played no part in the story.
0: You know, I like to that, you know who I'm mentioning. I hate to bring it up, but Eli. Eli to me is completely useless this season. Totally. There are there are moments where he can be useful. There are episodes where you and I are discussing why isn't Eli the one teaching this lesson? Why isn't Eli the one saying this thing to Turner or being this confidant to the boys. Like there are just moments where Eli could have been used and they never use him. So I'm going to have to say Eli, not because I want to, but because as far as this season's concerned, he is literally an ornament.
1: I I was so close to saying Eli. And I think the reason Turner won out for me was because Turner should have been good. I never had any expectations for Eli, but I wanted something more from Sean and Turner, and I just did not get that. Um, uh,
0: And I guess, for me, it's the opposite, because I had expectations for Eli coming in. Like, I was excited for him to be added and for Jonathan to get a friend, and it just never went anywhere.
1: Um do you have anything about any uh, like major complaints about the season before we move away from detention just anything that you were just like you know what i didn't like this not so much a bra moment but more of just like this episode was useless i didn't care for this character i don't understand what the point of this was
0: well outside of the eli complaint uh i will also say that i mentioned a few times this season that i don't like what they do with eric's character arc like i love what they do with Eric, but there are plenty of times where we go back and forth with Eric and it's just really inconsistent. Uh, I would have liked to see more of him consistently trying in school and I would have liked more of an arc, but also during the time, I was told that he wouldn't graduate
1: Mm -hmm. and for
0: him to graduate at the end uh, also kind of disrupted my expectations. So I would have liked to see Eric actually not graduate I think that would have been great. And then I also would have liked just to see either him commit more to his studies and us see that arc or him to just have some kind of arc, I guess I could say. Like he has one, but it's just not consistent. And that's very much like this argument.
1: (laughs) I have to say that um, I felt like the – first half of the season was weeding out a lot of characters that just were big nothings as far as just like losing some of these side characters that whole griffin harley coming back and having their showdown like shit like that that i just felt like was more of a season two storyline that somehow lagged over into the season three um so yeah that those were just kind of a few of the things that i had issues with the season but overall an improvement nonetheless
0: yeah overall i mean like we're really really pulling at straws here compared to the previous seasons but i just i think we are seeing what boy meets world could be so anytime it doesn't live up to that uh it turns into a complaint
1: well one of the things that we do here for our uh you know final report card of the seasons is we have a graduation ceremony this graduation ceremony is to say goodbye to characters that are leaving us and will not return I know. to the show um, <laughs> I have a list of one, two, three, four, five here. Can you name? Go for it. I want you to see if you can name the people on this list. Uh, all right. So Trini. Trini, actually, I'm so sorry, not on my list. But yeah, you're right. Trini does not return, which is so upsetting because I love,
0: I love Britney Murphy, and I would have really enjoyed to get more of her, and for Topanga to have a little bit more. But all right, so and Trini. Th- I'm so sorry. Uh, go ahead. One
1: thing I just want to say about training real fast is that there was so much opportunity to give Topanga a Sean and they totally dropped the ball. And I and absolutely I, I think that uh what's 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 Sean's girlfriend, um Angela. Angela later becomes yep. that, turns into that role but what makes that mean less is she is simply becoming friends with the girl that Sean is dating, not a friend that she had for herself and so that's why I feel Absolutely. like Trini was really could have been something special so um, so yeah, I'm sorry, six people graduating so Trini is one have- <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I think technically I can say four, uh,
0: which would be Griff
1: Griff, yes, it, he had this final episode of the season. Uh, Joey, Joey the Rat Epstein is no longer part of the show. Uh, Harley, Harley took his final bow. Uh, did Frankie? Frankie will be returning next season. Ooh, see, I was like, I was like, I think we get a little bit more Frankie, but um... there's two others that we will not be seeing? Eli? Eli does not make any more appearances in Boy Meets World.
0: Wow. We, we really have, have see, seen this what
1: everything he had to offer to the show and it was very little. I'm really... like here, As much as I was like, he is my worst character,
0: I also feel like they did him dirty. Like, he is my worst character because they didn't give him the the scenes and the storylines that he deserved not because the actor didn't bring it uh, each and hundred percent
1: it was hey let's throw a black guy in there just to appease this audience uh <laughs> it really is just like see, we're not going to do multi-racial. anything Multiracial, yeah we're not going to do anything with this character we're just going to have him a part of the show just so in pictures you can see that there's something other than the white face it's a token at best um so yeah eli has taken his final bow and there's one more person who we say goodbye to
0: Ooh. I'll uh, give you a hint.
1: We watched yes. him get fired. Oh, Janitor Bud! Janitor Bud makes his final appearance in season three. I I—I mean, we say goodbye to a lot of people this season. They're cleaning up shop. They're trimming fat. Trini, Janitor Bud, Eli, Griff, Harley, Joey, all gone. You know what's
0: funny about that is that in Girl Meets World, Harley combined back as a janitor so it's interesting to me that harley and janitor bud both had their peak and their final episodes in season three
1: that is just i it's a it's a it's a beautiful reflection i does he return in season (laughs) three of girl meets world i wonder uh i actually have to see that but that would be interesting if it was season three um yeah, so any 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 final thoughts on these graduation of uh, these graduating class of season three? Well, uh Griff
0: shouldn't have been there. Harley, we love you, but your time has gone. Janitor Bud, you're happily retired, hopefully. Um Trini, you could have done more. And Eli, they did you dirty. And then Joey my good Joey I will miss you
1: the most Joey's the one I miss the most as well and he's the one that I feel like probably could have gone on to the next season in a way that would have worked but um you know what boy meets world whenever they turn the fat it always leads to a better show so I can't I can't
0: I'm not gonna lie like I I feel like I love Joey and I would have loved to see more of him however he is kind of a caricature of a real person Whereas they really humanized Frankie, so it makes sense that but that he was a
1: choice. Said, it was a choice to humanize one character and not the other. And I, I'm interested why. Maybe it was just Ethan Supply, like the actor. Maybe they just recognized that they had like a great talent. I don't know.
0: I mean, he goes on to do amazing things uh, and have a really long history uh, or career. Yeah, uh, as a character actor. So you know, I'm here for it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. So that brings us to the Bra Award. See, yes. Most culturally relevant moment, moment that stopped you in your tracks and thought, wow, we could only get away with this in the 90s. Moment that just was like just did not sit right with you. Do you have one over the from this whole season that you're just like, wow, that really stands up to me? Hold on. I mean, I guess you don't have to have a Bruh moment if nothing really stood out. Well, to no, no, me.
0: no, no. I did I did. I'm trying to figure out what episode it was in. Damn, I can't find it. And now I lost it. If you have one, go ahead and go.
1: Yes. Okay. So my bruh moment is from episode 13. I mean, episode 18, Life Lessons. Um, Mm -hmm. Life Lessons, like I said, was one of my favorite episodes because you got to see this great, like, Feeny moment with the kids and the A storyline. But the B storyline. Yeah yes yes, that is i was like what was the episode where there was inappropriate dating and i got it this episode there's another one that i have keep going a a very odd relationship between amy's friend brenda who is (laughs) 30 something and uh eric who is in high school um She actually comes into the house, sees a family photo of him as a young boy, maybe 15, looks at him and goes, yeah, we can go on a date. And that just sets off one of the strangest, like, oh, we're not going to talk about how inappropriate this is at all. And there's a few times this season uh, that I was like, hey, let's really think about this, like, if the roles were switched. If this were Turner and Topanga, like, wouldn't this be awkward? Why isn't that making you as uncomfortable? And it just really stood out to me as a major flaw that we're seeing, which is that when boys do something to get the attention of older women, even when Alan finds out that Eric is with an older woman, he's like, yeah, that a boy, that a boy, whereas he would freak out if Morgan dated some other dude. So I just think examining that, it kind of brings to light some of the other issues that this show has with gender and the way they treat women so um it's it just it's it's really just uh that was just a very gross storyline that stood out
0: that is a very gross storyline and also i remember uh train of fools we have all the women who are just coming to see turner because apparently he's so hot he just can't beat him away with a stick and then remember they're just kind of all treated like ornaments if you remember that that storyline where it's, yes. like, it's just girl after girl, and they're all needy. And they even kind of throw uh, Eli as, like, the safe option. And I would just remember us being, like, it's, like, we are – Eli is dismissed as a sexual being. The women are treated terribly. The only hero, quote-unquote, of the episode is Turner, and he treats those women like crap. Totally. Uh, so I remember just not being like." Uh and then that. And then my last little bit is the uh climbing into Topango's window does not age well. Like I don't think we do that anymore. Uh, I don't
1: you know. What I'm saying? I felt like that was a real nineties thing. Like Dawson did it, Clarissa did it. I'm I'm fine with it.
0: But this is what I'm saying. We were talking about things that don't hold up. And I don't think you show a teenage boy sneaking into a girl's room. In the middle of the night. I think. I just don't think you do it. If
1: you put kids in an environment where they don't have cell phones and there's only one home line that the parents are going to answer first, (laughs) there is more sneaking into windows than you think.
0: Well, no, I'm just saying, like, I was watching, and it's something that I'll mention a little bit later, but I was watching a a show, and he just, like, nowadays, you just come through the front door. Like, you're still sneaking around, you're still doing all these things, but you just don't climb into another person's window. You know, that's how you
1: get shot. All I'm saying. The, I I can't dispute that. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so final grade of the season, Siege, What was our final grade once you uh, got the average for all of our our grades?
0: Our final grade of the season is now. now is let me just say,
1: I'm I'm so sorry. I just want to remind our audience <laughs> what we gave season two, which was a seventy eight C plus was what we gave season Correct. two for our final grade. So I'm sorry. Without further interruption our grade for season 3 of boy meets world
0: 83.1 83.1 so, that is a b it's not quite sorry it's uh in between a b and a b minus it's not quite a b cuz it's uh for us our grading scale would uh a b would be 85 but it is higher than a b minus so Oh, we're we're in that range. A you know what we should
1: episode. do? We should give um each season a per like a person a character from the show based on the grade that we think they would get as their average in high school. <laughs> like I feel like B. Like this is a Corey season, like a steady B plus average. Season. Yeah. Whereas last yeah, yeah, season yeah. was a little Sean. Like maybe we need to work on your test scores a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. And I uh I don't know. I think last season Eric. Aaron, was like, you Eric definitely need to get your grades season, together yeah. <laughs> and season one yeah, was exactly. more Sean Yeah. well you know what that exactly, sets am exactly for fucking Topanga next season with an A season I'm almost certain yeah. of it
0: oh, <laughs> okay uh, uh, before we go is there anything else you want to say about the season um, our time here uh,
1: anything else No, I just want to thank everyone for listening and following along. I know we had to take a little bit of a break when we uh, did the switch from Hulu to Disney Plus with uh, the show streaming. Um, But, yeah, just encourage you guys to watch along. I'm telling you, Season 4 is going to have so many memorable episodes. Season 3, honestly, had some great ones, too. But, um, just yeah, I encourage you guys to stick with us because we're going to get into some really fun episodes. Next season, Sean dates a girl who is getting beaten up by her dad next season Corey tries to be in two places at once one of them being Topanga's birthday party the other being a wrestling match for Frankie next (laughs) season we have Corey's family and Sean's family having Thanksgiving together class differences all kinds of shenanigans happening next season guys there's a girl who writes a song about Eric and calls him gay there's what it's, whoa it, there's all kinds of crazy stuff next season and i'm just so happy to talk to you guys about about all of it so uh yeah i mean yeah that's that's all i have to say i'm excited for next season
0: all right you have me excited for next season and you better live up to all of these things because i've been lied to before sir no
1: i i I mean, once you, (laughs) once you see, uh, let's put it this way. The season starts, obviously they come back and it's, they're from the road trip. But the episode after that is the one where Topanga cuts her hair, which is such a fucking amazing, like iconic, iconic episode that I just can't, I'm so excited. Guys, come back next season. Join us. We're probably going to take a little bit of a break between seasons, but I encourage you guys to check back in with us when season four drops.
0: Yes, you guys, we are going to take a little bit of a break hopefully that'll let us really uh give time and put a little bit more quality into season four and we appreciate you guys uh for listening to us and we love you because you also love Boy Meets World.
1: absolutely um is there anything else we should remind our listeners siege
0: uh yeah as always thank you guys for listening to us You can find us on all the platforms. Share with your friends. As we said earlier, with Disney Plus out, if you're re-watching anything, make sure you give us a listen. Uh, And also leave us a rating. You guys have been doing really great with that. We always appreciate it. Even if you don't like us, uh, comment and let us know what we can do better. That's always helpful. Um, And yeah, follow us on Twitter, Facebook all the places at bra meets world or email us at bra meets world at gmail.com. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at extra siege. That's X T R A C E E J. Uh, TC.
1: You can find me on Instagram at a braver me at dot braver. Dot me. And, uh, yeah, guys, we just, we appreciate you guys listening and following along with us. We've been doing this for a really long time. Uh, we're excited to finish up the series with you guys and uh in the meantime if you guys haven't gotten the chance to check out our second podcast movie makeover we have about 30 episodes there that you guys can uh listen along to before we uh pop back with season four
0: all right uh you guys remember to dream
1: and try and do good and do good guys we graduate we're done with season three uh i don't know what to say happy happy graduation day
0: <laughs> Happy graduation. Day. I know that. You
1: guys enjoy it.
0: Later, bruh. <laughs> Later, bruh.
1: Bruh.